Welcome to another episode of Kiss My Mic. Our theme this month is Philippine X in Sports and Fitness to honor the many amazing sports and fitness professionals from our Philippine X community. My guest today is a pro Muay Thai fighter, originally from Houston, Texas. She's currently based in Phuket, Thailand, where she is training and fighting full-time. Falls, please welcome to the show, Casey Pinay Fight Carlos. Hello, Casey. Hi, Mike. Thanks so much for doing this. How are you? Good. How's it going? Good, good. I know that uh, it's late in Thailand and you are busy training and fighting. So um, I do want to appreciate, I do want to thank you for your time. And I do want to mention that I appreciate you gracing uh, this podcast with your presence. So I know without further ado, um, if you don't mind, if, if it's okay, let's get right to the questions. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Casey, first question, you know, when I came across your profile, I just got so fascinated and interested, you know, to learn more about, to know more about your story because I've never met a Pinay Muay Thai fighter. So maybe if you can share a little bit about the background, Casey, how you got started in this field, you know, how did you um, have the inspiration to, to pursue this path? Well, I've been in martial arts like all my life. Uh, I started when I was 10 years old in Taekwondo. And um, I was in Taekwondo from grade school to college. Uh, I was practicing and also competing in tournaments. And as I got older, I decided to transition to uh, more vicious and, um, <laughs> uh, I guess, more... Um, a challenging sport and my friend introduced me to Muay Thai and after taking a couple classes um, I really enjoyed it and decided to um, do it full on yeah that sounds good um I'm just curious were there any family members who were also big into martial arts that um, sort of I guess influenced you to take the Taekwondo class in the beginning or did they enroll you without your, <laughs> you know, like, hey, you're going to be a Taekwondo, you're going to learn Taekwondo. I'm just, I'm just curious about that dynamic. You know, we, we talk a lot about with Filipino families and, you know, I'm just curious about um, how it, it, it came about for you. Well, my dad told me that he took some karate classes, but I don't think he like did years of it. I think it was just a couple classes and then he stopped, but, uh, when I was growing up, I was a little naughty. So then um, my parents thought it was best to enroll me to martial arts to discipline me. <laughs> <laughs> that was interesting. That was, that was a great story. And then what was the transition like for you from Taekwondo to what you said earlier, more vicious, more competitive, Muay Thai? What was the trigger point? Like what made you decide uh, to, 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 to do that? Uh, well, when I was in Taekwondo competing, I was, uh, I was fighting with full on gear from headgear, arm pads, shin guards, chest gear. I was like from head to toe fully protected. And, um, when I got older and then I was in college and then I was still practicing, but then not as much, um, 
then I wanted to get back into full-time Taekwondo. It wasn't the same as when I was a kid. And um, I was more of teaching classes and then able to practice and to compete again. It just wasn't the same. And I felt like maybe I could be with people more of my age and um, learn more new things. And then when I decided to change to Muay Thai, it was a totally different thing for me. Um, I mean, I was able to adapt to kicking, but then um, Taekwondo is mainly just kicks. And I had to learn like some boxing, how to block my face from getting, eating punches, all this other stuff. But um, I was able to adapt after a couple of years of taking classes. Yeah, sounds good. I mean, I think that makes sense, right? You know, there, there's always the inquisitive nature amongst us to see what else is out there and maybe the competitive spirit as well to um to see how you can push yourself uh forward which is uh which is good you know for for all of us pursuing different things how was training like how would you describe the initial stages of the training with you know the new field the muay thai specifically well, I started Muay Thai in the States and compared to from the States and in Thailand, it's totally different. It would just be an hour class in the States. And then in Thailand, it's two hours in the morning, two hours in the afternoon. And um, but I would say like starting Muay Thai in the States, I was able to learn all the basics and um, uh. Like I, I learned um, basic like punches on the bag and then like uh, we would have some drills with uh, partners and uh, the trainer would hold pads for us and all of that would be an hour long. But in Thailand, it's uh, a little di different and it's longer. Wow, pretty intense. So Casey, for those who may not be familiar with the sport, how would you describe Muay Thai in a, night, in a nutshell? Like the key objectives and what makes it different compared to other um, other areas within martial arts? Well, with Muay Thai, it consists of kicking, kneeing, elbows, and punching. Okay. You cool. All of that in <laughs> Yeah, so the whole body, you saw the whole body almost. And the four-hour training, that was intense. Would you say that um, compared to other similar fields, how would you rank the intensity of Muay Thai and competitiveness and just the amount of training? I'm not familiar with the other areas, but you know, if if you you know, have any thoughts on that, I think that would be that would be great to kind of hear as well. Um. That's hard to say because uh, I feel like every every uh, martial art is like hard in its own way um, because that just different teachings and then um, different ways on how to learn things. Uh, but I would like I don't know what number to rank it as, but it's pretty up there for me. Like <laughs> it's <really> hard. <laughs> Yeah. So, how would you how would you um, react when um, a younger person say, "Casey, I also want to go. I want to become a Muay Thai uh, fighter in the future." What would be your advice or 
reaction? I would just suggest to um, look up, like in look up on the internet to see what are the top like five gyms around their neighborhood are, and then try those five gyms, and then see from the vibe um, of how they feel about each school and like which one they feel like they would learn the most from, and then if they like it, of course, and then go from there. Because I mean, it's not for everyone, but like sometimes Mm -hmm. you just like you take a class and then you love it, you're hooked. And then what years later, you're a pro fighter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Can you share a little bit about uh, your the transition from the US to Thailand? Um, What made you decide to? Because I think that's like the next level, right? Like that really means that you're professional you want to get to that level of uh competing and fighting um where it all started so yeah i'm just curious how how did you navigate that how did you make that decision to to go in thailand well when i was training in the states and then i would have fights booked like either the opponent would i don't know for some reason back out or the promotion like they would cancel the fight and then you would have to wait months later, train again, cut weight until the next one. And then hoping that wouldn't happen again. And I didn't want to go through that. And I really enjoyed my time in Thailand um, training and be able to like fight. If the opponent wasn't able to make the fight, it was a quick replacement. I, I felt like there was, there's more opportunity here. So, um, and I love the people here all as well. So then, um, I kept coming like back and forth from Thailand to the States. And then I decided one day, like, um, why don't I just like live here instead of like going back and forth all the time and I made it happen. Mm-hmm. That definitely makes sense. Wow. That is, that is such a great story, Casey, you know, following your dreams and really, you know, taking the risk and everything you know like it's a new environment um i think that's that's really amazing um so so right now casey how would you describe your your routine so you know your professional fighter like you know if you given day or a given week what does it look like maybe there's people who might be interested like okay what does it look like you know to really be competing at that level uh well from Typical uh, Muay Thai gyms in Thailand, uh, morning classes are usually from 8 to 10, and then afternoon classes would be from 4 to 6. And then you would, well, fighters would be required to um, run like a 5 to 10K an hour before class would start. And then uh, after running, you would get to class, you would skip rope for 10 to 15 minutes. After skipping rope, uh, uh, they would ask you to wrap your hands and then shadow box. And then after shadow boxing, and um, they would, uh, uh, the traders would hold um, pad work for you for uh, four to five rounds, and then you would rotate to bag work and then sparring. And then they would close off with clinching and then kneeing the bag. And then it would be the end of the two-hour class. 
Wow. Yeah. What about diet uh, related um, regimen? Is there anything kind of in, embedded within the training program as, as well that you keep, you know, take a look, you know, keep, keep up with? Or what are your thoughts on that? Uh, well, everyone's body's pretty different. Um, for me, I have to stick to like a high protein diet. And um, most of my carbs would be from the from vegetables and maybe I would have a little bit of rice uh, just because like uh, my, my weight fluctuates and um, my, my fight class is like a lot lower than my walking weight. <laughs> so then when it's like uh, when I'm in fight camp, I need to be sure I'm not touching the sweets and um, being careful in what I eat. Um, but in the same time, enough food, to have energy for the training session. It's a little difficult um, because the training sessions are pretty intense, especially in fight camp. But yeah, it's just a balance. Mm -hmm. No, that's a great message. Finding what works for your body and their circumstances and finding the right balance. Um, so I guess w one other thing that I have is um, about, about your pursuit right now. Um, you mentioned difficult, you know, as a word. What are some of the challenges that you can share that you have experienced during the process? And then on the flip side, what do you like most about, you know, what you're doing, right? You know, the the, the pursuit of, of this sport. I would just say um, weight cuts are the most challenging for me. Um, like, I can, like, I can... I can set my mind to what I need to do every day, and because I I'm a pretty organized person, I write everything down and I check everything off the list once I complete it. And um, yeah, like I do I do everything that I need to do, but then it's also like I I lack of sleep. I don't know. I have a problem sleeping. Like I I want to sleep at nine o'clock, but then Sometimes, like, I, I'm just, like, so tired from training, it keeps me awake, and then I end up sleeping, like, at 11, and then I have to wake up at 5. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's tough. Yeah. <laughs> um, any other thoughts, Casey, in terms of that? Or, on the flip side, what do you, what do you like about the whole experience? Uh, what I like about it is learning every day and then um, seeing through uh, through my fights, through my training videos of how much I progress every day. It's pretty cool to see. Like I, I find it like this is my story. And then I look back like from when I started and then where I am now, like it's a big difference. And it just makes me proud of myself. Yeah, definitely. That that is such uh, an amazing, you know. I'm so impressed with with just seeing you fight. And you know, as I've said, it's I have never met anyone before who's a Filipino Filipino American, Philippine X, and into Muay Thai. So I think there are some other questions that I have, um, Casey, if you don't mind. I think first is with that busy schedule that you have, and I know that it's really fun to go through all the training. So 
what other activities do you consider? Like, wh when do you find the downtime, I guess? And then if you have a downtime from training, what were some of the things that you enjoy doing? Uh, other than training, I really like to eat. <laughs> I <laughs> oh, Thailand has an amazing food culture, right? Yeah. <laughs> I really like to try new restaurants here and support the locals. So if I don't have anything coming up and it's okay to splurge a little bit, I'll try out new restaurants. That's cool. Yes. Food, food always connects people and is always try to try different things. So the other question that I have, um, Casey, is, you know, in terms of the sport itself, um, in terms of its popularity in other countries, like the U.S., for instance, or even in the Philippines, mm -hmm. what are your thoughts in terms of where the, the industry is as a whole or the sport is as a whole in terms of increasing popularity globally in those countries and what what does it take to get to that level of increased increasing that popularity as well? Uh, well, I I think like um, organizations like One Championship they're promoting Muay Thai very well. Like they don't have Muay Thai in UFC because it's just like MMA, but One Championship has come up and. It has really promoted Muay Thai to a whole new level. And now more people are getting more interested in it, which I think is really cool. And um, it's also uh, showing like um, Filipino Muay Thai fighters over there as well. And I, I really like that because I, I got to train with Team Philippines and it's cool to see them like finally be shown. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's it. That's, that's amazing because actually well, my next segue question is, you know, the, the theme that I, I have for this podcast, uh, episode is Philippine accent sports and fitness. So I'm interviewing different people in the, in the field. So what does that mean to you in terms of the, the Filipino identity? Well, like from knowing. From, from the stories that my family has told me of how they lived and how hard they worked to get to the U.S. and how um, I decided to go to where they, near where they came from, and like from U.S. to Asia, uh, I kind of wanted to show them like how hard I worked towards doing what I would love to do. And um, I, I don't know. I, I guess you don't see so many um, Filipino American Muay Thai fighters. And I, I wanted to show what, I don't know, like if I can do it, another Filipino American do it. Another Filipino can do it. Like, um, I don't know, like, trying to say it but it's not coming out <laughs> it, it actually is it, it you know it makes so much sense honestly with what you've said about the parents because i think for me so i think the way i see it there's many different filipino americans we have different kinds of stories all right we have the parent the gen yeah the, the generation of your parents i think is similar to my story a little bit because i grew up in the philippines mm -hmm. and then i moved to the u.s i think a lot of 
parents at this stage have similar stories that they came from the U.S. I'm oh, sorry, they came from the Philippines and then they moved to the U.S. And then the next generation, you know, of Filipino Americans, their experience is a little bit different because they didn't grow up in the Philippines. And so we have this or they have this um, experience to really adapt to the new society, to the new culture. And a lot of times, you know, it's, it's, it gets challenging sometimes, you know, some people are, are, are great in adapting. Some, some people are really find it challenging and, and that becomes really a challenge in terms of navigating that, that Filipino identity. Like what, what is my identity? Am I Filipino? Am I American? Am I Filipino American? What does that mean? But I think with what you said, you know, sometimes we, we have different, um, experiences and also where we are in the journey. So I think it's totally fine, perfectly fine what you've said and what you have expressed because it's your journey, right? And I think that's great to hear about your, your parents' story and, um, you know, what it means to you, um, as well, being close to the Philippines now, fighting and competing in Thailand. So yeah, I think I just want to touch on that because um it's been a, you know I guess it's been a, a theme in terms of the people I've interviewed and that's why I I called it the Philippine X in sports and fitness to see how so so how important it is for them um to kind of go through the the identity type of question. Um but I think other than that um let me see what else um fun questions. Um I think I've asked you already what you do for fun, you know, food. Any famous Thai a fighter that you want to fight or, you know, like you look up to as like, I want to be the next this, you know? Uh, well, one of my favorite fighters, I actually fought her two fights ago. That was pretty cool to fight her. <laughs> her name is Housing. Uh, <laughs> She's like, well, she was a uh, top Thailand fighter. Mm-hmm. That was a cool experience. Ooh. Cool. That's good. And then, um, where do you see yourself a few years from now? I see myself still fighting. Um, I, I don't have like an age limit on when I want to stop. I feel like, I feel like, like people say there's an age limit, but I feel like it's all, it's like how you feel like on how your body feels like do you, um, until you're, you feel like, okay, it's time then it's time but i don't feel like it's time for me anytime soon and yeah i don't know what else but uh no matter what i want to be a part of the sport yeah absolutely um i think you know it's been a great uh story you know just to hear your your story um casey so i think the other question if if there's a metaverse if there's a multiple universe out there what would what would you be doing I would probably be in somewhere in fitness or in sales. <laughs> or in yeah. sales. Okay. Ooh, that's interesting. <laughs> I feel like there's a story behind that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but um I think I mean it, it's great uh, as I've said to see Filipino American fighting in Muay Thai. I hope to see more of Filipino Americans out there as well. And I hope to see more Muay Thai, you know, here in the US and other parts of the world. Um, do you have any final 
thoughts that you want to share, Casey, to people who might be listening that, you know, might be inspired with your story as well? Um, I guess the only thing I have to say is if you would like to try Muay Thai, try a class out and maybe you'll really like it. Um, it's a really fun sport. You'll make a whole bunch of friends and I feel like it'll change you in good ways. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, well said. And how can people support you? How can people like myself, you know, I have a podcast, the other listeners as well. How can we support you? as well you know virtually or maybe there could be people oh actually i do know somebody in thailand uh you know she's a podcaster as well but how can people generally support you casey uh anyone can follow me on my instagram panai fight and um i i do sell apparel as well you can take a look there <laughs> We'll do. We'll definitely, we'll definitely check it out. And then, uh, once I'm ready to publish it, I'm, I'm also going to just mention that in the flyer to make sure. Um, but Casey, this has been amazing just to get to know you. Uh, thank you so much for taking a chance on this podcast. And yeah, it's my pleasure to have you on and I really appreciate it. I wish you all the best. Um, you're you're inspired. You're inspirational. Just the, you know, the, the 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 training experience. Like I wish I can, you know, train more than what I'm doing right now just to take care of my body. But hopefully that will be inspiring to others. So with that, I do want to say thank you. And this ends our interview. And thank you to our listeners. <laughs>